Things continue to get even more tense between Russia and Ukraine, and Congress is dancing dangerously close to another government shutdown. Plausibly live from somewhere in the middle of the country, the Shawnee Mac Show begins right now. Hey, welcome to the program. My name is Shawnee Mac. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Unfortunately, we begin tonight in the skies over Europe, which became quite a dangerous place over this past weekend, as we learned yesterday when the Pentagon announced that in the skies over the eastern part of the Mediterranean Sea, three separate Russian fighter jets crossed into the path of U.S. surveillance planes. While many of us, upon hearing this, totally shit ourselves, knowing that if any of these collisions had taken place, all-out war could have broken out between two nuclear-armed countries. Or, as the U.S. Defense Department put it, two of these incidents were described as unsafe and the third as unprofessional. Unprofessional! Oh, sir, this cannot stand. You will be hearing from human resources. How dare you act unprofessionally? So, now that the unprofessional behavior has been dealt with, what about the behavior that is downright horrifying? Russia's defense ministry released this video today, which it says shows tanks returning to their home bases after completing exercises. But last night, a senior Biden administration official disputed Moscow's claims, saying, quote, we now know it was false. In fact, that official said the opposite. Yeah, the Russians say that they have withdrawn some of their troops from the border with Ukraine. Although the U.S., the U.K., and NATO all say that they've actually increased their presence. And just today, Russia expelled the number two American diplomat from Moscow as Ukraine suffered a debilitating cyber attack, which they say is the worst so far in their country's history. The scariest part, however, came early this morning when pro-Moscow rebels in the eastern part of Ukraine exchanged live fire with the Ukrainians, and this kindergarten was actually shelled. Now, some employees have been reported to have been injured, but thankfully, no children were hurt and no one died. Now, the U.S. and many of our allies have spent the day trying to insist that this was a Russian false flag to create a pretext for a war with Ukraine. Now, that is something that Russia obviously denies, although it should be noted here that this conflict is actually a somewhat adjacent one. See, this conflict between the pro-Russian separatists and the Ukrainians has been going on for several years now in eastern Ukraine. It's a conflict that has sprung up around a ceasefire line that was established after Russia annexed Crimea from Ukraine in 2014. So while the timing of this is, shall we say, not great, there is a chance that this is part of an ongoing strife and not another domino falling in the potential war right now between Russia and Ukraine. Today, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken appeared before the U.N. Security Council in a surprise speech trying to urge the Russians to use the diplomatic path to solve this crisis. And other parts of the Biden administration, up to and including the president himself, still maintain that they believe an invasion is likely. So, after all the turmoil of these past few days, I think it's important that we take a step back for just a minute and really ask ourselves, what is it that Russia is doing here? What do they want? 
what would make Putin calm down? Is there anything that we could do that would dramatically lower the temperature in the room? And I think we should also zoom out a little bit, too. Look, the Russians say, tell us Ukraine won't be a part of NATO, and this whole thing is over. So look, why don't we just call their bluff and say it? Ukraine is never going to be a part of NATO, period. We rescind the invitation. If they still invade, well, we just robbed them of all credibility of their legitimate grievance against that country. Now, I don't know if all that's true, because you've got me in. Baby, 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 I've got you. Wait, that's Sonny and Cher. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Look, I have no idea if Vladimir Putin would calm his shit if you were given assurances that Ukraine is not and will never be joining NATO. And I'm sure that anything like that from this administration would be met with a heavily hawkish response from elements of both parties in the U.S. as well as from the foreign policy establishment in Washington. But I know for sure there is no appetite in this country, especially among the families of the men and women who would have to carry out this mission, for an all-out war with Russia over Ukraine's territorial sovereignty. So, if we have this arrow in our quiver, and it could be what prevents a full-scale war, why in the world would we not at least try to give it a shot? We'll be right back. Hey, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you like what we're doing here, the best way to support the show is to become a premium subscriber, which you can do at the top link right down there in the description. As a premium Shawnee Mac Show subscriber, you'll get the full video and audio versions of every episode early and ad-free. That's before anyone else gets it and without me asking you to do stuff like I am right now. Plus, you'll get exclusive behind-the-scenes content, a weekly Q&A with me, where you can ask me anything and I'll answer it, and premium subscribers get exclusive discounts on all our future merchandise, as well as discounts on tickets to all of our future live shows. It really is the best way to support the show and keep it going. Again, that's at the top link right down there in the description. Do it, and I will love you forever. Okay, now back to the show. Welcome back. As you may have noticed, global tensions aside, the daily news cycle can be somewhat repetitive at times. Like, stop me if you've heard this before. Capitol Hill, now the clock is ticking again with another government shutdown showdown on the horizon. Lawmakers facing a February 18th deadline to fund the government. Ah, it's like your favorite old pair of slippers. Except in this case, you just take them on and off constantly. Now, our Congress's inability to do absolutely anything has manifested itself in them preventing themselves from ever passing an on-time yearly government budget. The government is currently being funded on a series of what are called continuing resolutions. Basically, Congress squirts out a little bit of money so each different part of the government at different times can keep the lights on, but... No parts of the government have a full budget on which to operate. The one on the table now would fund the government through March 11th, so we won't have to talk about this shit again for another three whole weeks. <laughs> yeah! <sighs> now, 
the deadline for this shutdown is tomorrow night at midnight. And while the leadership of both parties insists they do have a deal in place and there will not be a shutdown, a certain member has something she would like to say first. Just yesterday, I had to send a letter to Health and Human Services demanding to know why taxpayer dollars are funding fresh crack pipes for drug addicts. That's right. That's right. That's Tennessee Senator and lady who gives out pencils on Halloween, Marsha Blackburn. What she's talking about there is a Health and Human Services grant that was given out as part of the American Rescue Plan to nonprofit organizations in cities who assist people who are homeless or drug addicted. It's a small amount of money, and the nonprofits say they need it to help prevent infections among commonly drug addicted communities, including, by the way, communities in Senator Blackburn's home state of Tennessee. Now, Democrats, of course, do hold the majority in the Senate, so they're the ones ultimately responsible for passing the resolution. Because they only have 50 members with the vice president as a potential tiebreaker, because of the filibuster, they actually need 60 votes to get the resolution to the floor for a vote. So in order for Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell to come together and forge an agreement that gets the resolution to the floor so it can be passed and prevent another government shutdown Friday night, they're going to have to first vote on a series of amendments, including, I swear to God, Florida Senator Marco Rubio's Crack Act which would prevent the federal government from buying crack pipes and other drug paraphernalia, which, again, they're already not doing. There is, however, one great silver lining to all of this, and that is that congressional grandstanding will never be able to hold up against good old-fashioned laziness. Because this coming Monday is President's Day, Congress will have what they call a President's Day recess. So, if they force themselves to stay late and pass a resolution to fund the government, they'll miss out on all or part of their upcoming three-day weekend. And that's why leadership insists that they believe they'll have absolutely no issue getting the resolution passed on time, thus funding the government and avoiding the whole shutdown disaster. Ah, the United States Senate, where we take principled stands until Friday at 5. And then you can do whatever you want, because we would really like to get home. It's almost like we never should have bothered you with this crap in the first place. We will be right back. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Be sure you hit the bell so you'll get notified as soon as our show drops, and you'll never miss any of our videos. You can also follow and download the show on all the major podcast apps. Please don't forget to rate and review us, and if you like what we're doing here, just tell your family and friends about us. You can tell your grandparents it's like a really short Johnny Carson, just without Ed in the band. And Johnny. Or tell your kids it's like a really long TikTok. Okay, back to the show. Hey, that's our show. We made it through our first week. Couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much for being here. We are back all next week at 9 with new episodes on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, please keep telling your friends and family about us. Keep sharing our episodes. 
Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Keep your eyes out this weekend for some bonus content that will be up on the YouTube channel. The link is right down there in the description. Make sure you're subscribed and make sure you've hit that little bell so you'll never miss a video. Please keep the show growing. Keep things moving. We've got a little momentum, and I could not be happier. We will see you right back here next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.